A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Flats and Shanks podcast, the Quarantash pod, ISO pod, specials, kind of special. I'm Di Flats, and he is... I'm Tom Shanklin, and yes, um, welcome, hello, uh, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, everyone. I hope you're well, hope you're staying safe. Um, hope you're not walking along Richmond, um, along the Thames, okay? Treating every day like it's a holiday. It's not, people. Stay inside. I... I was on Twitter this morning. Oh, were you? Some folks are saying Saturday that's confirmed by local police. And then one guy replies and says, if it's real, why is my son in there on that picture? And this is three years ago. Well, Richmond police did confirm it was yesterday. So, so. Sunday looked better, didn't it? There was no one there on Sunday. Yeah, because I think they got the message. I can't believe people are still exercising together, walking around in big groups. I know they might not initially go out as a big group, but, you know, if I saw that scene walking along the Thames, I would just turn back and say, right, home. It's not happening. Yeah. It's not yeah. happening. Um, i got bigger things to worry about, like a load of Joseph Stalins trying to nest in my roof. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, and I've... I've been you, up there uh, like four times, and I've, it's right in the corner as well. So you've got to crawl along the beams because I don't want to put my foot through a ceiling. Then you've yeah. got all of the insulation there. It just gets stuck all over you. You need to wear a mask because it's so dusty. It's right in the corner. Oh, no. And I've been up there like three or four times because the buggers still keep getting in. I've got some wicked stuff now blocking them off. I've got two driver head covers from some old drivers blocking a load of holes. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I've got some plastic lids. I've got a little bit of wood. And I had to shoot yesterday, shoot down, um, drive, sorry, to Screwfix. Screwfix. Right, what for? For that inflatable stuff? Expanding foam. Expanding stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, and actually really good. They had a big, it was more than two meters, about three meters actually, outside of their shop. They'd come and place the item They'd step back inside, then they'd allow you to collect it. I collected it, wiped it down with some dental antiseptic wipes, put it in the car, and went up there and did a job. I have I've filled every single hole in my house. It's airtight now. It's going to be an airlock going on. I've just got to open the windows to get some oxygen in. Otherwise, yeah, we could... Your suffocate. energy bills are going to come down, fella. Yeah, it's, I think it's just a cheaper and easier way of um, of heating your home and keeping the heat in rather than having to get solar panels. So Yeah, okay. Um thing is the Starlings need somewhere to live, don't they? Yeah, fine. That's what I'm worried about. Do what every other Not starling in my backyard, does. though. You're a NIMBY, aren't you? Not in the spare room in the corner rustling around. You can hear it. It's like, I thought it was a mouse to start with, but then yeah. after a little bit of detective work, because I now look like a detective... 
yes. with my Toshaskew with my moustache, and it's actually tickling on the microphone as I speak. Um, I'm not sure how long it's going to last for. I'm going to keep it on today because I'm going to do a little video later. Have you seen him going around with the egg cups? No. All right. Have I said too much? What's that? Oh no, nothing, mate. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, yeah. And anyway, so yeah. Good stuff. Stan's right. I've got a couple of blue tits nesting in a box outside. This is what my life's become, mate. I keep waiting. Wait, when you say this stuff, I wait for punchlines. That's why. No. 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 Got a couple of blue tits, is it? Yep. Yep. A couple of blue tits that are nesting. Um, I've got a bird box up. That's the type of guy I am, all right? Um, so you. Love animals, apart from dogs. Um, and you ever had a pet in your life? Yeah, I had a couple of cats before, mate. Thank what you. Before? Um, before I met you. When I was young. Your mum or your dad had cats? Um, I live with cats, all right? Don't <laughs> make me go through the names. They weren't yours, fella. They were my cats. When I lived with my dad and my sister in yeah. Effingham, when we moved back from Wales, we had two cats, Herbie and Hattie. You take care of them? Yeah. I reckon you would actually. You'd actually take very good care of animals. Dressed them. Good at do the right stuff. Fed them. <laughs> Bathed them and dressed them every day. I walked them. Clipped their teeth. <laughs> Did it all, mate. Did it all. Um, yeah, and that's, um, that's been the main issue the last three or four days in Fort Shanklin. How's Fort well, Flatman? Doing it. Yeah, Sorry, fine, fella. Palace Flatman. Palace, you're kidding me, and you've been here. Yeah. Dive. Um, Need a, like a little car to get in the rooms, like in a hotel. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, we had some golden eagles uh, nesting in the roof, 14 of them. Um, you couldn't see them over in the corner there. Uh, we had a pterodactyl and four alligators in there. No, uh, all good. All fine, fella. Um, I watched a movie called Wild last night with Reese Witherspoon. Ooh. Any good? Is it new? I don't know. All right. Brilliant. Fine. Um, have you seen Jojo Rabbit? Yes. Have ah, you? We watched it two nights ago. It's very good. How was very. your latest one with that? Was she okay? Yes. Just had to keep explaining to her about what went on yeah. and who the bad guys are because I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Please watch it. It's unbelievably clever um, how they filmed it, how they wrote it. It's um, brilliant. But without giving too much away, because this won't... Hitler, in the first couple of scenes, is very funny. He is very funny. The Hitler character is very yes. funny. It's a genius bit of work, that, actually. It's and, really um, clever. Brilliant yeah, acting in it as well, I thought. My little girl was like, is Nazi, is Nazi German for nasty? Yeah. I said, you can think of it like that if you want. Yeah. 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 Um, no, but... It's very clever. I'm actually... I don't know if I told you this, but I'm watching something called Hunters, which is good. Um, on Amazon Prime, and that's oh, I've about heard of it. That's about the Nazis who try and integrate back into American life. Um, I'm not sure what it's, it's maybe Al Pacino, the, the Al Pacino, Robert yeah, Daniel, maybe the '60s or '70s. That and oh, right. Al Pacino's got some sort of vigilante um, gang which go and hunt them. It's good. Is it really good? Well, you don't compare it to Game of Thrones, or I bloody won't any amazing series but it is good definitely watchable it's not as good as ozark series three which i'm on okay. which i'm on episode six which i agree flats it's wonderful absolutely good, wonderful yeah yeah it's so easy to watch and what i'm getting i'm out three episodes four episodes into tiger king yeah well done keep with it i've shaved my mustache in properly now which i'll show you later on but I haven't. Two things have happened today. One is I have my first wet shave, and you'll think I'm exaggerating now, fella. I've I told think, you a million times not to. Told you. I think I'm not. I think I'm not exaggerating when I say I don't think I've had a wet shave for between ten and fifteen years. Oh. Not one. Not wedding day. Anything. Oh. Your poor not skin, one. mate. Your poor skin. I quite liked it. I moisturised it and everything. Because I warm, I warm my face up with a warm, wet flannel first. Okay. What you meant to do, isn't it? So I didn't go in too no, mate, I'm old school, mate. I use a mirror and uh, a flick knife. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm Clint Eastwood in Unforgiven. One of those little, one of those little brushes that look like they're meant to polish <laughs> shoes. You just put your... Pr- 
you lie back in a chair. But I cut through. No, I, that that happened, and it feels great. The other thing that happened is that as soon as I shaved my moustache, I knew um, that I had a new name in my head. It wasn't Joe Exotic; it was Dave Erotic. Yeah, I'm Good. Dave Erotic well, now. Mark Ronts, uh, Robson, um, the commentator, Northern Ireland. He yeah. tweeted earlier saying, just finished watching Tiger King. Oklahoma is a Republican state. I can now see how Trump got elected. <laughs> yep. Yep. He, ah, man. Like, it's, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but I just, I was intrigued. I thought it was great television, great viewing, and one of the most bizarre documentaries I think I've ever watched. I found, did, didn't you think the, the guy who's who was trying to film the actual um, fly on the wall documentary about Joe Exotic um, looks like Freddy Krueger, the one who's having a coffee and a pack of cigarettes. Oh yeah, he really does. Yeah, yeah. he talks. He talks I, like a yeah. movie character himself. It's like he can't be bothered to actually pronounce the words, and he just wants to talk like that. And like, like I talk is an effort. Talks. He's he's like a movie. He's like a he's like a movie character in a, in a movie, isn't he? He's like. Yeah. Yeah, almost not real, but real. Um, but I heard on the radio this morning on talk radio. Yeah, um, they're talking about this this morning about uh, Tiger King, and they're saying that the thing is, it's still a very real thing in the states. And this this document docu series may lead to changes in the laws, but actually, in the UK, there are plenty of tigers and lions and lynxes and crocodiles and alligators. People have them as private pets. What? Yeah, in the UK, fella. You'd be next. That's how much you love animals. But do you remember when we went to Longleat uh, to film a a lion's little video for BBC? Um, yeah. We were in the back of the car, the uh, back of the jeep, and they were feeding the lions. Meh. Yeah. It was very unnerving, like how how yeah. big um, and powerful. And these are only lions. These weren't big lions either. They weren't big lions, like the lions and the tigers we see in do you fight? Maybe. Maybe, but if you, I think if you pin, you meant to pinch them under their arms, tigers or lions, and they they go away. Pull the legs apart, don't you? I mean, like Jack Russell's. I don't know. Um, yeah, good I, luck. No, I'm not. I'm not into exotic pets. One th- w- one animal that I dog that I would have again. Thing is, because I've got an English bull terrier, they they're such great dogs, like they're great characters, but actually they are such hard work. He is such hard work. Like he's 14 now, mm. and he dogs I'm like dragging owners, him. Aren't they? I'm dragging him around the block, mate. And he, want, he wants to go out. He, as soon as you open the front door, he's up and trying to get out the front door. But you put him on a... Try and go for a walk, and he's up, not going that way. And he will stop dead in the street, and I have to pull him. And it's like, come on, mate. He's an old man, so I'll stroke him on the bum. I'll say, come on, mate, and he'll move. Come on, mate. Come on, mate. Come on, mate. And then when he was younger, he was... I remember being in this park, and he saw dogs you know owners and dogs whatever 100 meters or 60 80 meters away whatever it was a long way away and he bolted and he didn't really realize that he had to slow down so he body slammed this labrador but he flattened this labrador and it got up and the owners went mad and i said i'm so sorry he's really friendly and as soon as he flattened the labrador he jumped on his back like he jumped my dog flipped onto his own back gus flipped onto his own back legs in the air waiting for a stroke from the owners but their dog was dazed, like he'd properly dazed it. He, like, knocked their dog out. Mm. And you're like, mate, he's just such hard work. So you're like, well, I'd it's train, a nice train idea. Better, but... I would say. Yeah, definitely. It was my fault. Um, definitely my fault. But yeah, he's a lovely boy. He's just he's just a bit hard work. But I would have a Mastiff again. You remember my big Mastiff, Fred? Yeah, yeah. English Mastiff, not a Bull Mastiff. So there's no stubbornness in there. What he's I would say to dog. you is probably don't walk your dog. Because I know you're a lovely fella. I know you've got a heart of gold, mate. Um, uh, But I would say, don't wear your Air Max, your blue bolt jeans, your dready t-shirt, a shed load of sovereign (laughs) rings, a big chain, and a cap. That the peak hasn't even been... It's like a flat peak cap. Um, Yeah. Just keep away from that look, and I reckon it'd be far more approachable. What about boat shoes, chino shorts, and a polo shirt with holes in it? Oh, what? That's fine. My dad's a lawyer look. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dad's a QC. My father's a QC. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I know. I, I like big, 
But Fred was very big, yeah, so he's not a ninety kilo dog, but very, very placid, very, very placid. Yeah, indeed. I know him. I know him well. Um, nice boy. Who's coming on this podcast today? We've got Anthony Watson. What? Um, Bath, England, British and Irish Lions. Say that again. Anthony Anthony Watson is coming on. Brilliant, brilliant. My training buddy. My yep. training buddy. Yeah. Um, so we're going to chat to him in a bit, aren't we? Yeah, we will. We will. He's ready for it. Um, we'll get round to it. Must, it must be a really weird time to be a rugby player because it's one of those things where it's like... Um, Am I still going to get paid? When are we going back? Yeah, basically. How and fit we, do I, I, I keep myself? Yeah, and we don't want to get... We don't want to tangle him up in anything he doesn't want to talk about because this is a fun podcast. We're not journalists here. But it's like... It is a weird one because I, I was walking along yesterday and saw basically a bloke I know that lives down the road and we chalk, we chatted from about 10 metres away. Well done. And he, and he, yeah, and he was talking about the players and stuff. He goes, well, they're not playing rugby, so they should be getting paid. Oh, yeah. I said, well, I said, it's their job, mate. Like, you, I'm not saying no one should suffer pay cuts or be furloughed because they're athletes, but it's like, it's their job. Well, it's like it's like when the postman knocked at my door once when I played for Bath and this village I used to live in. I really didn't enjoy it, and it was because it was a bit in, bit insular. And he said, oh, "What happened yesterday?" Then I said, "Well, uh, I didn't win, mate." Yeah, I know. But I reckon you lot, you shouldn't get paid unless you win. <laughs> okay, mate. Cheers, fella. Nice one. You know, that's postman. It's the postman, mate. So I was like, I've got an idea. I'm going to put another postman who's a bit bigger than you on the give him all the same letters as you, all the same houses to deliver to. But only one of you is allowed to deliver to each house. So you've got to stop each other delivering. So if he chins you or he beats you in a race or he gets up earlier or you trip over, you don't get paid and you get evicted from your house. Yeah. Is that all right? We're going to do 500 houses. Um, Mo Farah, he's going to be my postman against you. And yeah, whoever wins gets paid. The loser doesn't. All right. Yeah. It's like only pay me if they win. Yeah. Nice one, mate. What? Mm. I mean, do one. Um, but these they used, to, they used to call me the postman actually after 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 games often. Yeah. Why? Always delivered. <laughs> Tyke Furlong's the best one of those. You've heard his one. Yeah. Calls himself the jukebox. <laughs> Hits keep coming. That's brilliant. That's very good. That um, I'm I'm calling furloughing people getting furloughed. I'm calling it getting furlonged at the moment. Um, yeah, it's one of my it's one of my it's one of my quarantine gags. It's going down pretty well at the moment. At my I wish house. I could furlough myself. But yeah, can't, I keep can't. I keep hearing people like I obviously empathise with people. Look, like you know, I'm talking about sports people here, or whatever. And it's like, well, my contract's up in July. My contract's up in May or June, whatever. And like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind getting paid full wedge till the end of June, actually, mate. Yeah, I'm not going to get right. paid any money for what looks like potentially six months. Or more, and it's like, yeah, twenty five percent pay cut. What? You like? I would love a twenty five. How about a hundred percent? As Phil Vickery said on Twitter, how about a hundred percent starting now? <laughs> you know, starting a month ago. Uh, that is it. There he's all right. Is nothing. He's, he's probably making a shed load out of bread. Yeah, I don't know what he does. Bread. Like he bakes every day. I'm not sure they're going to get through that much sourdough every day. Here's the thing for you, fella. <clears throat> the reason I heard, um, oh, anyway, that. The sourdough thing, yeah. right? One of uh, uh, thing with thing with Vix is he makes all this amazing sourdough. He's an inspiration. Just before we started this pod, I was looking at sourdough starter things online, recipes online. I've got Vix and I have a mutual friend um, called Richard Bertinet, who happens to live in Bath and be a Bath rugby fan and a really good bloke and a mate of Vix and a mate of mine, and we've known each other for a long time. He just happens to be a world famous baker. Right, he just happened. He just happens to live five minutes from where I do. So he um, is a very handy bloke to know when you need advice on bread, or you need to buy some nice bread, or you need some flour when there's a shortage and that kind of stuff. Um, okay, everyone's helping everyone out and all that. But I got one of Rich's big sourdough loaves like days ago, and I'm eating as much as I possibly can, and it is still not finished. I don't know how Vix is doing it because if I had, that's what I just said. I eat a lot of food. Yeah, that's what my point. Like, yeah, yes, that's your point. Thank I you. agree with you. It's like how you can't eat. I just can't eat it all, and no. I eat a lot. No, he's doing it every day as well. Sometimes with raisins, um, is delicious. But if you have a sourdough starter, it will last you forever. How is that? How does that work? I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm not sure. 
science. You keep it alive, don't you? Yeah, it is alive. Uh, did you see Peter Scrivener's attempt at um, a sourdough? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'd imagine it being quite hard, actually, to to make a sourdough. I've got a pack, actually, in the cupboard I got from um, from Tesco's. You just add water to it, basically. It's a bread yeah. pack. Uh, there's a sourdough one of them. Um, which Weirdly, I, might... I was looking at sourdough starter packs online and actually unconnected to my mate Rich Bertonet said this guy said I've tried them all and Rich Bertonet's is the best one really and you can buy it online so maybe that's what I'll do because they're delivering they're still delivering around Bath um, I've I got a little pizza oven I've tried different doughs I've tried like a Paul Hollywood pizza dough but the best one I've tried is Jamie Oliver's oh really yeah yeah don't know why. It does make things easy. James it does, Oliver. mate. I love what I've got loads of his recipe books. Mm, um, he's a very clever man, I think. And tasty as well. And he does everything. You know, if you want ultra good food, you know, there's a book for that. If you want comfort food, there's a book for that. You know, so it's he covers all bases. Yeah, and if you want a 30-minute recipe that takes two and a half hours, he's got a book for that as well. Yeah, exactly. 30-minute 30 30 minute meals, impossible. Unless you've cut, yeah, but you've got to cut up all the veg first. And all the yeah, onion, got a prep, and everything. Prep chef, yeah. a sous chef. Exactly. Uh, that's what kids are for. I'm, I'm, I'm into the. I've always liked food, as like you have, like a lot of people do. But having got this sourdough loaf the other the other day, I'm like, oh my god, there's just nothing. I put it on Instagram. There's no toast and marmalade. I like it. Mm. It's the. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, going to do some homemade pizzas as well, Phil. I did some. I did a vegetarian cook-up last night. Yeah, I did see. Um, Terrible pictures. Sorry about that. No, you look like a lovely walk. But um, yeah, a well, yeah, I saw that. I was actually, I thought, well done, mate. Go flats is what I thought when I saw that. I thought, go you, go, fella. I don't only eat meat. Tonight is tonight is salmon and courgettes. You know, I'm not only. It's not all meat, fella. No, no, good because you don't want to portray yourself as that. You know, I you... reckon I've lost weight. Really? Oh, that's yeah. good. That is it's not good. lifting weights, you know. It's not lifting weights. Um, well, muscle weighs more than fat, doesn't it? Yeah, I reckon I'm just all fat now. But I'm going to... I might go and do a bit of weights today, might not. But um, but I reckon I've lost weight, but I don't have scales in the house. I don't like having scales in the house because this mm. is going to sound really... It's nothing to do with um, my children being male or female. Insecure, you are? I've got Yeah, I've got two girls... And I really don't want them to be conscious about their weight. If I had boys, I reckon I'd be the same. But I think a really good idea, I read it years ago and a few people have backed it up to me, is to not have scales in the house so that people aren't worried about their weight. So my kids would have no idea what they weigh. And I quite like that. Yeah. Um, I've got scales, but I don't know. Yeah, but but I've, yeah. Just I've just got them. I just got. I want to check my weight now and again. So does, so does my wife. Um, I don't think the kids weigh them themselves they're in our bathroom so but the thing is um i don't know how best to put this you you don't your kids don't have the potential to be anything other than very lean do they um i don't know i don't know i mean one of them absolutely loves sugar um yeah but, um i made some cinnamon buns the other yeah day. do you see that I'm going to make them. I'm going to copy you. But I went on the Tasty app, like yeah. you said, and I'm going to I'm going to make them. Yeah, they're really easy. Um, I promise. Yeah, I promise. Honestly, they are really easy. It's a shed load of butter and uh, sugar, obviously, yeah. but good. Really good though. That was good. Um, did a little chicken on the trigger. How was it? Uh, need a little bit of help from you to start it up. Uh, yeah. It was good. It was good. It was really nice. Moist. Once you get once you get the hang of it. I've got to get the hang of times and just making sure yeah. um, internal temperatures, that sort of stuff. But I'm 100% going to persevere. I've got a nice joint, a nice um, ribeye joint, which I'm going to put on there. It's in the freezer at the moment. and get that out, smash that on. Um, and that's if it, you, mate. If Basically, you link it up with your Wi-Fi and your phone and stuff, yeah. it will just beep and tell you when to take it off and rest it and stuff. And actually, it does it for you. So... It's just getting it all hooked up. Really. I don't know what it's like for it. you and a lot of the people listening, but it's it's a bit like Groundhog Day, mate. Every day, you just get up, you mm -hmm. try and fill your time. Helps. It does help having a, a one-year-old to pass the time. Yeah. Um, I do look forward to his nap at one o'clock and bedtime at half seven. But I've got the rower down from the loft. I've actually done a couple of sessions on that. Oh, what have you done? 
Oh, I've been doing circuits. Um, so like six stations, a minute on each, going around four times. So that's like 24 minutes. Um, so rowing for a minute, then off doing sit-ups for a minute, burpees for a minute, um, ground overhead with a uh, 20kg plate, skipping minute, burpees. Might have said that. Um, yeah, so little circuits like that. Just whiz around four times, 24 minutes, done. Jesus. But, yeah, I'm trying. That but sounds a bit intense. I am noticing. You know, when you when you sat down, I can see the chin coming out, but the jowls. Mm-hmm. But I am I am 40, so. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? Like when I had that, um, when I shaved today for the first time since my 20s, um, that sounds ridiculous, but it is actually true. Mm. Um I, uh, yeah, I thought my skin isn't like it used to be. Really? I mean, it's still great, don't get me wrong. Um, I got hit on in a shop in Bath in my late 20s um, by a guy who worked, I've forgotten the name, Occitan or something like that, Lockitan or something, but I, was, I needed to buy some, I was actually buying some moisturiser for my dad. Uh, my mum asked me to get some for my dad, so I went in to get some for my dad, and I, she said, what, he said, what sort of skin's your dad got? I said, just like mine, mate, really. He said, your skin is just, it's mm. fantastic. And he said, can I touch it? I said, no problem, fella. It wasn't coronavirus then. No problem. And this guy properly gripped my face like we were going out. Yeah, but your your dad has always had this secret tip, hasn't he, for, for good um, skin on the face. And that is anusol. Anusol yeah. is really good. It is. Yeah. So... Something you'll pass down to your kids, (laughs) I'm sure, as well. It really works for him. It really works for him. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, shall we give Anthony Watson a call? Yeah. Okay, right. Let's do it. Let's do it, yeah? Anthony, hi. How are you? I'm fantastic, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, Just all right? Well, no, all right. I mean, you know, we've seen each other quite a bit because you and I are doing some pretty serious workouts on the train, (laughs) same field. Um, I'm telling people we're training buddies. Is that all right? Yeah, mate, you crack on with that one. It's actually fine. a bit weird because <laughs> Flats is like, he's on Anthony Watson watch all the time. He's sort of telling everyone on the podcast how hard you're training if you're not training that hard. <laughs> you're not pushing yourself that much. Oh, and he wasn't out today or yesterday. Um, he wasn't He oh, wasn't loosening God. off the legs. Um, it's true. My, it's my, little girl, my little girl noticed Anthony and she said, uh, she said the rugby fellas aren't out today. When was this? Yeah, a couple of days ago, you obviously we were out at a different time. I said they won't have missed a day, and then she found these little 
she found like stud marks from someone's moldies walking <laughs> walking along the little path towards the field that you train yeah. on. And she was like, I reckon they were here. I said, me too. He wouldn't <laughs> miss a day, would he? I said, no, he wouldn't miss a day. No She's way. a proper little Miss Marble as well, that one. I wrote that. I wrote that. <laughs> so how's, how's isolation? How's lockdown treating you, mate? Uh, it's all right. I mean, I was pretty lucky, to be fair. So I know you saw that Jeff was here. Um, so Jeff came, Jeff Williams, who plays at Vezier in France, literally came to see me for a night. And then um, and then he got he found out that obviously France was put in lockdown for however long they were put in initially. So then he ended up spending a couple of weeks here, um, which was which was ideal really at the start because you know I had one of my best mates here in isolation. We would go out and train together and stuff, so it was a lot easier from from that point of view. Uh, I don't know if the missus enjoyed it as much as I did, but um, yeah. And then obviously he went home. So the last week, ten days, I've just been trying to do as much training as I can on my own. Um, and playing a lot of PlayStation, um, and that's about it. Really. How's your relationship <laughs> with your missus going? Is it strong? Uh, yeah, same as everyone else. Wrong, same as everyone else. <laughs> uh, have, you, you see, have you seen those memes going around? Of um, is that guy behind a tree rubbing his hands together, and it's like divorce lawyers after lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What um, you've been ram. You played Billy Burns, uh, Freddie Burns on FIFA, didn't you? Oh, mate, please don't. Honestly, I was I was giving it the big one as well before it, commenting in all the pictures, saying I don't know how I don't have a buy all this stuff, and then I get absolutely filled in three 0 by Billy on oh, flipping star. Oh no! But honestly, mate, my head had exploded. He had three you, shots you, on target, three goals. Are you a big gamer? Yeah, I like gaming. Yeah. What else are you playing? What's your username? Uh, <laughs> my username. <laughs> Shady Grafter. <laughs> Shady Grafter 69. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds like one of my first email addresses. Yeah. Um, uh, I've just been playing Call of Duty, really, to be oh, fair. All right. Then, obviously, FIFA got slumped, so I'm not going back on there for a while until my confidence has grown back. Yeah. Nightmare. You're confident to play it. What I'm worried about with you, Anne, is that... Um, I'm not worried about you training. I'm not worried about your nutrition. I know you'll keep fit. I know when rugby starts again, you'll be ready to go. I'm worried that you've got your head is like shaved around the sides and back and you've got like three, three, four inch dreads and the end of them are highlighted and they're perfect and they look wicked. And it's my daughter's favorite haircut. She's like, daddy, can you get that? Like, give, I was like, wait, it's the end of lockdown. I'll get it then. I'm working on a sponsorship deal, but I'm worried about who's going to sort your lid out. That's what I'm worried about. Mate, honestly, it's, I'm getting to the stage now where I might have to call my barber and order a hazmat suit for him and get him to trim me because <laughs> it's desperate times, mate. Honestly, it's a disgrace. Well, you do it uh, yourself. Can you do it yourself or not? Nah, I can't, mate. It's not worth it. No, if I mess it up, it. it's over. I might actually shave the whole... If, 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 if this lasts another eight weeks, I'm not going to have any dreads left. It's all going to go. Um, James Dalton, right, on Twitter has asked, what is your go-to lockdown meal? My go-to lockdown meal. Do you cook um, or is it, is it? Nah, my my partner cooks mostly. To be fair, I'm pretty useless. Um, but the Traeger has saved me. Oh, you got uh, Traeger, a oh, nice one. Yeah, yeah. So I've been copying flats actually there. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing a cut a bit of steak and stuff on there. I'm just learning. I'm just getting to grips with it, you know. So yeah, I'm the same. I've only just got one, and it's yeah. it is a bit complicated, isn't it? It's yeah, not like using yeah. a, a normal barbecue. You, I was ringing flats exactly. yesterday. But even well, even with even with a normal little gas barbecue, you can still cock it up. You still need to get used to it and take a bit of time just play with it and stuff but um i'll tell you what i'll do i'll tell you what i'll do and i'll i'll send a little contactless delivery to you all right i'll send you some protein and then you can let me know how you get on with it lovely lovely. Um, all, all, all i do like loads of people on like social media think i'm an expert i'm useless but i go on youtube i read recipes and i go on youtube for five minutes ten minutes watch a little video take a few tips and basically copy people people know what they're doing on youtube that's all i do yeah, yeah, get some yeah. beauty food out of it you're like um you don't have any cash do you flash just trades in like skills and freebies <laughs> i'm an old school barter he's got, no, he's got no money now he's like aladdin um we've had we had a couple of questions um mark bettis and harry shawyer what is your favorite position wing or fullback oh mate honestly um 
just yeah, for the good of the team, yeah. Loads of time. Whatever, Sorry? wherever the team, wherever coach wants me to play. <laughs> Tight head prop, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, two years ago, mate, I would have said categorically, or even a year ago, I would have said categorically, like fullback. That's the only place I want to play. Um, you know, if I get picked to play on the wing for England, obviously I'll, I'll happily play there. But I want to play fullback. Um, that's where I want to play, etc., etc. But um, it's got to the point now, mate, where it's like. I just I'm not even bothered by it. Like yeah. the two positions are so similar um, that it's just like it is what it is. And I try and when I'm playing on the wing anyway, I try and roam um, a fair bit to try and get my hands on the ball. So you pretty much end up playing like a fullback would anyway. So it's not um, it's not too dissimilar. Obviously, there are some opportunities in kick counter where you get the ball at fullback where you wouldn't get it on the wing. So um, from that perspective, yeah, maybe sometimes I'd like to have been at fullback, but then. Um, yeah, it's I don't know. It's a tough one. It's not as simple as which one I'd rather play. You know. Yeah, um, and it's also quite annoying, isn't it, when you've got to just chase down kicks and stop quick throw-ins all the time, isn't it? It's <laughs> just like job, it's, it's pointless. Job, it's the worst thing ever. Like you just exp- <laughs> you just expend energy for no reason. I love it, mate. You look like a cheerleader. Out you there. can wave your hands really quickly in the air, yeah, exactly. you? <laughs> um, I've I've got a question from. Um, D Flashman of Bath that says, uh, Anthony, I heard you were going to do your motorbike license and become one of the hogs, uh, um, but you bottled it. True or false? Completely true. <laughs> However, I did my CB, is it CBT or CBD? I CBT, it. yeah. CBT. And I did it on the worst day of all time. I promise you, I can't, it was about a year ago. And I promise you, it must have been about five degrees pissing down. And I've done this, the license thing. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I don't know if this is for me. Like, I promise you, mate, I was freezing. I could barely control the gears and that. Like, I don't know how they passed me, to be honest with you, because I was, I remember, you know, Lansdowne Hill Flats? Yeah. I was on there trying to do a hill start in fourth gear for about 30 minutes. Um, (laughs) I don't know how he gave me the license, but anyway. I I got told after I passed my CBT, because I did mine with Dylan Hartley, and he was much better than me because he'd been riding um, one of his mates' bikes on a pri- private roads, apparently up and down the road on his Harley. <laughs> and it was like, and uh, it was like, that's allegedly um, legally, uh, it wasn't him. But I, I was like, they can't pass me after that. And the, I was like, how have I passed that? Mm. And he was like, mate, you can't fail a CBT. Yeah. You've got to turn up and stay the course. I was like, all oh, right. I'm a massive Bath fan, so it's easy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Martin uh, Farbrace, who's the quickest over 100 meters in your family? Oh, yeah. Uh, God. You've got to really try to hurt me today, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll probably have to say my older brother, Marcus, unfortunately. Okay. We've also got a, a, a question from a dodgy um, a dodgy man, um, which Flats has outed last week, called Laurie Cantor. Um, odd bloke. <laughs> odd, odd yeah, bloke. He's, he goes to late night walks around looking for people to doing promiscuous things in their houses. Um, he does, and he does. he's... <laughs> Curtains open or closed, he said. Um, Curtains open or closed? <laughs> don't know what it means, mate. He's a, he's a weird guy, he, honestly. <laughs> like, honestly, he is. Like, we played golf with him last year at Cumberwell Park, and I went to the toilet um, for a wee, and I went to the far side of the urinal, and he comes in and comes right next to me. I'm like, mate, I don't oh, do no. CrossFit. Yeah. You know, step yeah. away. And it was, it was just a bit awkward. It was just a bit yeah. awkward. That's I not playing on. I said to him a little while ago, I was like, you know, he goes, oh, you live up near me now. I said, yeah, you know, I said, you know, Aunt Watson lives down there on that road there. And he's like, yeah, I know. I always see him in there because he always leaves his curtains open at the front, on this front bedroom. <laughs> well, you've answered the question there. Flat as cheers, mate. <laughs> it's I noticed actually, I noticed going past your house that I think you've got one of those um, steamers for like taking creases out of your clothes. Yeah, that was a terrible, terrible idea. So, but you've never used it, have you? No. Five years or four or five years ago, Sam Burgess told me that it was the best thing he's ever bought. It told me it was five times better than an iron. Takes two seconds. I get it, and I'm literally there for about forty-five minutes trying to steam shirts and stuff, and it's just the biggest waste of money. So it's just sat there for show now. No. I mean, Laurie. I mean, Laurie actually told me you've got that, but yeah. Um, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Go on, you, what do you? What do you? Um, what are you actually doing to keep fit? Have Bath given you any machines, any weights, or is it just literally Joe Wicks every morning? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, to be fair, I was lucky that I literally had a gym put in my house like three, four months ago. Um, yeah, it's very, very, very lucky. Um, so I've literally just been using that and then going to run on the pitches that are close by. So, And do you get updates um, from the club to sort of 
where your fitness levels are at when they expect you to be back in or is it just who knows no we've had no update in terms of when we expect to be back um so everyone's just been getting sent like kind of individualized programs to, to keep cracking on with um so yeah it's, the thing it's is, a bit Shane, of a strange like you've got you got different athletes right at the end of the season, they would say to Ant, hey, good season, uh, stay fit, keep stretching, uh, we'll see you in however many weeks. And like, going to quarantine, going to lockdown, you get the odd text, how you doing, mate? Here's a couple of weight sessions. How's it going, fella? With me, they're like, diet plan, please. Weigh in, <laughs> diet plan, please. I want to see you on the scales. I want to see today's newspaper next to the scales to prove it's today's picture. They're like, he is going to be so fat when he comes back. But Ant can't get fat. It'd be like... Half these boys, they just couldn't get fat if they tried, mate. Yeah. So the, the coaches aren't worried about them. They're worried about Ben Urbano. That's who they're worried about. <laughs> it's true. It's true, though, isn't it? Oh, no, mate. I've discovered these other sweets called vegan all sorts. You tried them, this sweet. No, what are they? Oh, my God. Bro. Honestly, they're like Haribo's, but they're vegan. I don't know. One of my mates told me to try them. And anyway, I almost smashed an 800-gram bag in one day. So, Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, enough for you. I'm having some. What else are you doing then? <laughs> so you do a bit of training, a uh, bit of PlayStation, Netflix, Amazon Prime. What are you into? Yeah, I watched that cricket documentary, actually. The test. On... Nah, was it The Test? Is that the one with the Australians? Yeah. yeah I can't remember. Yeah. yeah, that was class, mate. I loved mate, it. Brilliant, wasn't it? Was it good, it? yeah. Loved it. Um, but, um, Money Heist. Justin Langer's a oh, bit yeah, like Sean Heist, Edwards, yeah. I reckon. Sorry? Justin Langer's a bit like Sean Edwards, I reckon. Oh, you, know, you, you wouldn't mess with him, would you? You know, yeah, he, nah, like you can go in it. Yeah, yeah, and he, he's up for it as well. He wants people yeah. to go. Um, yeah. yeah, so you watch the test. What else? Uh, yeah, Money Heist on Netflix was class. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, another one on Amazon Prime actually. Kissed by God. You seen it? Oh, about, what's that? No, nah, it's proper good. Um, it's about these two surfers who are brothers. Um, uh, just how they come up through whatever. I won't ruin it for you, but it's there's a it's a good storyline behind it. Uh, okay. I'd give. Okay. Kiss by God. Okay. Very, yeah. Very. Okay. I'm in. Um, so what about, uh, we don't want you to get tangled up in any of the legal stuff and boring stuff, that, all, all that complicated stuff, but it's probably quite a strange time for you because on the pod just now before we called you, we were sort of talking slagging about this off. for a minute and slagging <laughs> you right off. Um, and there's this weird thing where, you know, there are even politicians calling out Premier League footballers and saying, why aren't they given? And actually, behind the scenes, Premier League footballers are very happy to be generous and that sort of stuff. It's just, but there's this odd thing. And I saw a bloke that lives near me, so therefore near you. And we were chatting about the whole rugby thing. He's a, he had his Bath t-shirt on as we were chatting. He said, thing is, they're not getting paid. They're not playing games. So they shouldn't be getting paid. I said, well, it doesn't work like that, does it? I mean, so we, Shanks and I have had this conversation briefly on the pod just now, but we don't want you to get into into anything legal, but it's probably quite an odd time for you, isn't it? Because everyone seems to have accepted these this round of 25% pay cuts, but you don't know where your job's at. Yes, you're not playing, but it's kind of not your fault. Um, so it's, there's this odd situation. And the other thing that I've noticed on Twitter is that it's people. a lot of people are saying, well, the owner of this club is worth 500 million quid, so why are we getting our money cut and all that kind of stuff? So is it just a weird time for you guys? Yeah, it's proper weird. I mean, <clears throat> obviously, you know, we can see both sides of the argument, but something that I would I would highlight to, to people is that the length of our careers compared to, um, you know, potentially other jobs. Um, you know, some guys might only have four or five years in, their, in, in rugby. Other guys will be lucky to go, you know, 10, 12 years. So um, ultimately, boys have got to do what's right for them and it's on an individual case-by-case basis. Um, and you've got to look after look after yourself to an extent because you know as I said careers are short so um and no one's going to do it for you so uh, um yeah it's just it's definitely a strange time um and yeah I mean who knows what's going to happen really we're we're talking via um FaceTime now we can see each other you guys listening won't be able to see us you can hear us but have you dressed up at all since you've been in lockdown like have you put a pair of jeans on have you put a pair of jeans on I've wore I've not worn and I'm not wearing jeans at all, tracksuit bottoms, um, workout t shirts. There's not a chance I'm wearing jeans, mate, for any situation in no. quarantine. No, no, no. nothing. No. I'm naked from the waist down now. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even be surprised if that's true. I wouldn't. <laughs> Does what he wants. That's the thing with FaceTime, you can't smell, can you? Um, <laughs> 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 he, 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 he wanted me to ask. Um, 
because he didn't want to sound too arrogant. Um, but do they still talk about him at Bath and some of the crazy <laughs> stuff he did? That. Yeah, like how funny he was, what great character he was. They, they talk about him in the media department, yeah. Oh, yeah, I expect they do, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. got um, ripping into him again. A while ago, I'd had, I knew I still knew a few people that worked at the club or whatever, and I just got uh, a text from a friend, a, con- a contact, saying, well, your ear's burning today. And I said, this is a couple of years ago. And I said, oh, no. And they said, oh, there's a big management meeting today, and apparently you said something in the press about, you know, not like, not like I hammer any club more than any other or compliment any club more than any other, whatever. But it was like, I don't know, Bath had lost a few games in a row, and I said, well, this is, I don't think this is good. I could be wrong, but I don't think this is good. And if they sort this out, then whatever. And it was clear for everyone to see. I don't know. It was like Bath missed 20 tackles and conceded four tries. So I said Bath had missed 20 tackles, whatever, whatever it was. And someone said, he's meant to be, he's meant to be a legend, a, a Bath supporter or whatever. And he comes to our legends dinner and he slags us off. No way. Like basically, he's a backstabbing bastard, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> I, was like, I said, oh, who said that? He goes, I'm not telling you who said it, but you were getting hammered this morning. I was like, oh, all right, that's the way it goes. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but no, don't worry about is it. Is he still mentioned though? A little bit or not? Um, uh, I'll oh. push, yeah. Let's just, let's, just, let's just go with, yeah. yeah. All right, thanks. Thanks, mate. Oh, Flats <laughs> used to do this. Oh, Flats reckons we should play this, this type of game. Um... <laughs> <laughs> How's um? How have you dealt with the pitch, mate? At um, at Bath, you know, it's for a, a guy like you, like a. I, I was going to say a whip at them, but you know, you're obviously you're like a hybrid. He's, like you're a, asking him to stitch up his ground staff. Yeah, <laughs> is it? No, I don't think it's stitching up the ground staff. I mean, like everyone can see, it's not a great pitch. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm not going to be speaking out of turn by saying that the pitch is world class because it's quite clearly not. Um, and like. Would we prefer it if it was a bit firmer? Yeah, obviously we would, but like we can't change it and we can't deal with it. What do you think of the term. What do you think of the four G uh, pitches? Nah, four G. I'd, no. I'd, I'd still rather play on the on the rec than a four G. Do you know what? As well, that's interesting. That because as well, I mentioned the pitch. A few of us mentioned the pitch on TV, whatever, because it's it's not good. And uh, the ground staff actually walked over to me when I was at the rec working when I used to have a job and. Um, Walked over and and they were like oh about and they he gave a really good blow I've forgotten his name but he gave us the full rundown he goes at the end of the end of the season this is what we do with the pitch and the reason we couldn't do it is this and he's like if we don't get given time to strip the pitch off and relay this certain sort of grass the pitch will always be crap like this we need to be given the time to do this that is why it's suddenly bad because yeah. they cut us they wouldn't let us do this one bit the council or whatever it was. Yeah. So he said it is going to be a crap pitch until they let us do that again. So it's quite. So it's actually not their fault. Is that's the truth? Yeah, a great bloke. I, 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 yeah, I was going to say so. <laughs> no, not uh, I, I, I think there are plans in motion for it to be um, improved slightly. I don't know when, but yeah. hopefully that sooner rather than later because it's. Um, Bet the grass is long now. Quarantine, mate. So yeah. yeah. Long old grass, but like a paddock down there yeah, now. Definitely. This is um, we'll we'll wrap this up now. What's your what's on for the remaining time of the day now? It's nearly half twelve. What's your plans? Uh, I'm gonna have to go do some leg weights, unfortunately, and then run. So I'll probably see flats in about two hours. <laughs> same. Oh, same. See the curtains oh. rustling. Flats yeah. on alert. His little girl. There all, he is, Daddy. All I do is I'm basically the I man I want to exactly marry. The same. <laughs> I live exactly the same life as Max Laheef. I'm just one day behind his training schedule and movie schedule. So wherever, wherever he cooks, trains and watches, I just do exactly the same the day after. And I think in six weeks, I'll look exactly like Laheef. <laughs> I reckon it's a good ploy, mate. Good tactics, yeah. Hey, right. cheers, Ant. Thanks Ant, for coming on, mate. Nice one, mate. Cheers, lads. Appreciate it. Dog. See you, mate. Bye. So there we are. Anthony Watson on the call. Sorry if the sound was there a little bit distorted. Um he needs to put some earphones in next time. Maybe you could hear a little bit of feedback. I don't know, but he was more worried about messing his hair up, wasn't he? Um, he was. The he was in. worried about it. He was. Um, he was very glad, I think, to find out that this was an audio-only experience. I also think he was glad for outside contact. Yeah, you know, there'd be people desperate to speak to us now. You know, gone are the days where we're texting everyone we know to try and get them on a pod. I think actually people want to chat because they need to fill yeah. their days up. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, you know, what I what I like about 
Anthony is that if you ask him a question, he gives you an answer. And that's an odd thing. That, but there, I think there are too few of those. And he just gives you an answer. That's and a it might not be the answer everybody wants, or it might be the answer everyone wants. But he just tells you, he's quite happy to say. It's like little things like the pitch. I mean, the pitch at Bath, it's not the groundsman's fault, but the pitch is crap. And he says, well, why would I say it's not when it is? I really like that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I was, I was struggling for a question then. So I just went to a banker. Um, if in doubt, rip into the pitch. You're not ripping into, you're not ripping into coaches, <laughs> tactics, players, nothing. You're ripping into the groundsman. I'm gonna, it's I'll easy. probably, I'm probably gonna do a bit of leg weights um, and go do some running on the pitch later on as well. So yeah, it's exactly. We, we, I basically still live like a pro. Um, but you've minus the yeah. monthly payments. Yeah, but you substitute a little bit of running for kick around with your kids and a, sometimes a walk. Movement, which I call is fine. It. Yeah movement exactly right we better start our instagram now oh gosh yeah um so thursday we're going to try and get Dwayne peel on to the podcast when i say try he's agreed so if he doesn't come on it's because he's got something better to do which he doesn't he's pulled out he's got a he's got a paid gig which it well no one's got a paid gig at the moment unless it's like doing the washing the ironing cleaning the bed sheets um but he's going to come on and it's great to get coaches on because they have a different outlook on rugby as opposed to a player and I'd have to say he's probably one of the Welsh greats yeah and also <clears throat> I, had a, I had a Zoom call uh, last night with Danny Grucock and one of the things we discussed was a particular tactic of his that he made he disguised as counter-rucking but was actually kicking other opposition scrum halves yeah, right in the in head the and he got Dwayne Peel with that and also Dwayne Peel is probably the best Gareth Keenan lookalike there is. When he doesn't have yeah. gel, he when he's more no like access Gareth to gel. Gareth yeah, when he's got no access to hair product, he is flat out Keenan. So Stuart Pierce, yeah. There All right, we, well done, guys. Yeah. Take it easy. Yeah, goodbye. Tada. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.